Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, interesting title today. Thanks, um, Michael. How to save retirement without money. Thanks, Michael. I feel have like this, you, is, uh, this you, is one of those like Zen cones they talk about where it's like the sound of one hand clapping or those sorts of things. So. Have you invented the <laughs> magic bullet, have you? <laughs> I thought this is a very clickbaity title where people would go, geez, heck, what's this? No money, easy. Now, so, the concept here, as is often the case with these sorts of podcasts where I have a harebrained scheme and then flesh it out much more, but there's a, a family friend of, of ours of, and a good friend of mine that you would well know named Harry, and we've talked before about Harry, and Harry is a, uh, um, he's the sort of guy that, and we've, we've talked literally about this before, where Harry doesn't need money, and there's a couple of reasons for this. So, for a lot of people, when we talk about saving for retirement, getting set up for retirement, it's all about, I guess, looking inwards and going, how do I have enough in my super or in my partner's super or have this paid off or have this asset or have the new car bought or have the house done up or whatever it is they do. Harry, I, I would say, is almost a throwback to a bygone era where, Number one, there are two things that, that people like Harry do that he, he, will never, he will never starve in retirement and there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, he can turn his hand to anything. So he's, he's the most capable man in the world. He's, he's done everything, been everywhere, seen everything and, and bought the T-shirt. And number two is he's the most helpful man in the world. So all of his life is, is about uh, his you know, doing things for his, his family but also for his extended family, which is what he considers his friends to be. So we've, we've talked about this before where Harry doesn't really have to think about retirement because, number one, he, he doesn't really ever want to retire if that means not doing capable, useful things and if that means not helping out his family. So we've said this before where Harry's the sort of guy where regardless of what happens to him financially in the future, he will always have a place to go. There will be, there's, you know, a thousand people throughout Queensland that if Harry didn't have somewhere to, to live or food to eat, they'd take him in, give him a spare room somewhere, you know, set a plate for him at the table, all those kinds of things. So the the point I wanted to make here today is, is not that, like I say, it is a throwback to a bygone era because that, that is kind of how people did save for retirement in the past. Is You basically built up a stockpile of um, ways to be useful and, and helpful to people around you. And then you focused your energy on how do I be a helpful contributing member of my society at large and, and within my, my group of friends and family. And you sort of just trusted in the universe that that will come back around and that I'll help people and I'll take care of people while I'm able to and then they will take care of me if ever there comes a time where I don't. And I think the the point that's really interesting with this is that it's it's not as though this is a tactic or a strategy that um, that that people use consciously. If if they did, it would be it would be sniffed out and it would come across as very transactional and, and sort of unhealthy. But 
I guess the point I, I sort of want to make, and I don't really know what it is, as I never do with these sorts of concepts, is that we spend a lot of time thinking about how to save for retirement, as in how to put aside enough money. Another way to think of that, and, and I think these things can work in together, is how can I be the sort of person, how can I be the sort of member of my society and friends and family that when things are hard or if things happen um, to me, I will I'll be this because of all the, the help and because of all the things that I've done and because I'm capable and useful and, and able to do all these different things, I'll always have a place to go and, and people to take care of me. Does any of that make any sense at all? Yeah, look, it does. I, I, I must admit I was wondering what the point was going to be when <laughs> up until about a minute ago. But um, no, I like it. So, so uh, you're right. In yeah. in Western civilization, yeah. um, we talk more about the very the, the nuts and bolts yeah. of of actually of having enough yeah. um, uh, money equity, yeah. and compare that to third world countries, for example, where where um, they have relationship equity, yeah. which is what you're talking about, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, the 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 um, I'm struggling for the word here, but but yeah, it's real, I guess relationship equity and equity that they build up yeah. around them with yeah. with with family members and things like that. Yep. Um, so I can see. So in Australia, hmm. you could you can have both yes. effectively. That that and that's I guess yeah. the point. It, it's it's we the, we can kind of have the best of both worlds. We we've got a you know in a lot of those countries they don't really have a. a they don't, number one, they don't really have a functioning financial system mm. and a retirement savings scheme. You can have the best of both worlds here. Yeah. You can you can go, I'm going to save for reti- for my retirement and I'm going to get the money stacked up into a super fund that I can draw down and I can do all that. But I, I think, and I think the point that I, the way that I think about this with building up the relationship equity is that, like we said, no, no one really goes into it thinking that. And, and it's just an interesting thing when you start to look at um, things that people do, uh, particularly leading up to and, and throughout their retirement, there are a lot of actions that people take and, and things that they do to fill their time that um, they're not doing it thinking, I'm going to build up a stockpile of goodwill here that I can draw down on in hard times. But it may be the wrong yeah. it may be the wrong use of adjective that I use there. Um what you're saying, there's there's transferability yes. with Harry. I know Harry. Yeah, <laughs> they broke the mold when they made Harry. Um, so Harry, Harry's worked hard his whole life. He's been a shearer. Yeah, and and um, so Harry will never stop working. Yes, uh, until the day he dies. What will happen though? He's his hard work transfers somewhat. Yes. Um, I remember you speaking about your grandfather as well. Yeah. So that like your grandfather. Uh, I don't know much about him. I, I, yeah. I, I had met him, but um, he would have worked really hard as a young man. Yes. And in the later years, yep. he couldn't work physically as hard, but he still worked. Yes. And, that, um, and, that, and that's that's I think the and we, we we I mean we see do we we see that to an extent now. I mean, it, it takes a well they say it takes it a, a village to raise a raise a child raise a child and, and what we see a lot of now. Um, is grandparents helping out with grandkids and things like that? So it's, it's really transferability. Yes, because the notion is um, in the handbook. The notion is you you 
retirement's a, a black and white thing. So you yep. you work yeah. full time, the light is on, yeah, and then, and you, then switch you switch the light, light off, off yep. at sixty five, yeah, and then you enter into a period of of retirement, and yep. you you retired full time. What you're really talking, and and of course you have to fund that retirement somehow. So yes. you need you need the nuts and bolts of the money and accounts and yep. and and so forth and the planning around that. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, to remain fulfilled and happy, yeah, you have to be involved. Yeah, you have in to feel ways. like your life has some meaning. And, and this yeah. is this was sort of the what made me think of this is that, like anything in life, if if we think purely of ourself and what me 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 and what's best for me, that can you know we, that can be a useful way of thinking about you know what makes us happy and what. But if if we if we're thinking purely about ourselves and what's best for us and nothing for anyone else around us, mm. it tends to it tends to lend itself to a life that sort of lacks a bit of meaning or a bit of purpose or a bit of those sorts of things. And th- this is what I find with you know with people like that, like with uh, you know with my with my grandparents and and with Harry and these sorts of people is that they're never they're never sitting there in their seventies going oh what's the point of it all because they they are not only are they being useful to other people and helping other people, which is is helpful for them if ever they fall on hard mm-hmm. times. But it's also useful for themselves because they've got a reason to get out of bed. They do still, not only do they feel like they're an active contributing member of society, but they are. They really they don't have those, you know, those, those moments of you know meaninglessness or purposelessness. You know, well, what 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 am I going to do this week? I'll sit here and watch TV all week, and you know what's the, you know what's the point of it all? Because they've got they've got things to go and. Fill their time with that are uh, that are very meaningful to them, mm. and 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 they you know it's it's one of those things where you think if you think about how to plan your retirement, it's not that it's not to say that you should live your whole retirement thinking only about everyone else around you and trying to be you know and being an unpaid babysitter and you know being unpaid labour for for other people around you, or that you should be a martyr and not think about what makes you happy. Mm. But it's just an interesting one that you tend to see that people who do enjoy a meaningful and, and active and, and happy retirement, there, do, there does tend to be some thought of, okay, what are some causes, you know, even if it's not a help your friends and family, what are some causes or some things that I feel, you know, that I, that I feel passionate about or excited about? You know, you'll, you have people who go and volunteer and, and help the elderly and, and then you'll have people who go and volunteer to, to read books to school kids who don't have, you know, all these sorts of things. And that was, I think, the interesting thing is if you look at both from a from a nuts and bolts retirement planning point of view, it makes sense to build up a store of goodwill. Mm. And and most people aren't doing it with that in mind, but it is actually a, a kind of a, a, a useful, from a purely economic point of view, it is a useful strategy to to mm. to be a, a to be someone that people want to help out. But then just from a what's going to make me happy and what's going to lead to a, a, a good retirement for me, it it helps in that way as well. I watched a documentary one time and I just stumbled across it and it, it was on longevity Yeah, and it also tied in diet yep. as well. And there's a village that they showcased in Italy mm. and it's in the mountains. So in the mountainous region, uh, I forget exactly where it is, but it's effectively cut off from it's, – it's hard to get up there yep. into this area. Yeah, So it's effectively cut off from – Civilization, yeah, um, and uh, they 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 polled the happiness levels and also the longevity. the the longevity, yeah, and there's a huge spike, yes, 
and and um, it's almost like everyone lives to a hundred in this village. Yeah. And and what they looked at, um, no one actually retires. Yeah. So if you're a cabinet maker yeah. in this village, yeah, you you you're you're cabinet making it. At age ninety, now yeah. you mightn't be. You might be sitting on a stool on the corner, <laughs> yeah. telling the young guy here, grab that bit of wood and go and stand over here and do this and do that. Yeah, um, if if you're a plumber, yeah. you, you keep working because they they just don't have the yeah. they don't have the pool of of, of, yeah. of workers. Yeah, um, everyone grows their own food. Yeah, they drink yeah. every single day. <laughs> I um, I heard you tell they, the story. They, I think that's the main bit for I, you. I, I was amazed. They drink wine yeah. all the time, right? That'll do me. <laughs> well, they, they eat rich food and they drink wine, and then and yeah. and and it was. I mean. The, the actual documentary said this is this is amazing because yeah. um, what we thought was bad for people yeah. in terms because the the actual show was on diet yep. it was on diet and it's not that they had an unhealthy diet no. uh, it but, was all homegrown but 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 a lot of pasta yep. um, a yep. lot of wine yeah uh, they make their own wine and um, and it was seemingly like everyone lived to yep. a very very old age about a hundred and 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 um, and they'd they were a bit perplexed. Yeah. The, the the people that were doing this documentary and the medical authorities and they um all they could put it down to was there's there's so many so many um uh I guess inherent health qualities yeah. in in actually staying active. active yes. And, and, and actually and being an a, a, a everyone's purpose. an important member of that yes. of that society yep. because um yep. You, you 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 seemingly you never retire now you're not you're not doing yeah you know, forty hour weeks or yeah. fifty hour weeks but yeah. but 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 you're involved yeah so you, you remain an important and integral member of that society that's exactly right and I think that's to me the like I say we're we're in a fantastic position in Australia where we we get to we get to pick and choose from as as a relatively new culture we kind of get to pick what is you know how how we uh, how we choose to to live the pathways of our life, if that makes sense. Mm. So we're not, you're not going. Okay, well, this is what people have been doing in this area for three thousand years. So this is how I'm going to live my life. We get to look around the world and go, what are some of the things that I do like? And and like I say, you know, no one's more no one's more individualistic and contrarian than me. So I, I like the idea of having my retirement savings. Going, okay, I'm not I'm not beholden to anyone. No one's beholden to me. I I don't have to try and be nice to people I don't want to because I'm sort of reliant on them for a morsel of food or anything like that. I, I don't want. I'm not saying we should move to an economy where we get rid of money or, or anything or anything like that. It's just interesting that I think you can tie those things in together and go right. I will. My job as a as a you know as a person in the in in the peak of their working life is to is to you know raise kids, save some money for my retirement so that I can be self-funded and not have to be reliant on any of those times but then then it's almost a crossover where you go okay that's taken care of i know i don't need to i don't need to help people for the sake of you know so that they'll take pity on me or anything like that but by doing that by helping other people by thinking about how i can remain an active and contributing member of society i think i think people like harry have sort of stumbled along stumbled across a secret of uh, a successful and meaningful and happy retirement by by thinking in terms of Yes, how can I be happy? But also, how can I help and 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 make the people around me happy and and want them to you know succeed and, and thrive as well? So, it's something I think about where because we talk about this with people leading up to retirement, where you go, what do you want to do in retirement? And and I think without meaning to, we focus and our modern society focuses the question on, 
Do you like playing golf? Right, I play golf five days a day, you know, mm. five five days a week. Do you like fishing? Right, I go fishing all the time. We don't sort of think, hey, what are your what are your skills and what are the things that you're uniquely capable of that you can continue to share with the world in a way that you know, doesn't involve you necessarily out there swinging a hammer in the hot sun or something like that, but how can you remain an active and contributing member rather than get sort of shoved off to the side and, and not be able to share those that knowledge and that experience with anyone and and sort of drift into a, a, a sense of you know purposelessness and, and meaninglessness in, in what am I going to do for the next 30 years? So... Um, it's a very odd podcast probably to have on, on a podcast about how to save for retirement, but it's just, I think, a different way of thinking about planning for your retirement. As you say, the relationship equity of, you know, the nuts and bolts of how can I be the sort of person that other people want to help and that can c- continue to contribute, and then also how can I do that in a way that adds meaning to my own retirement. Glad we found an end to that film. The conclusion. So <laughs> the these start, sort of there podcasts, was a, there, was, there no, was a beginning. There's just an idea that we and, just rolled. Uh, I was I was fearful it might be like your <laughs> typical SBS world movie where there's a beginning, a middle, but and no it end. Just, just drifts it off. Just, and just, and the, yeah, the, the, the camera pans to like a, a window with a curtain blowing across it, and that's <laughs> it. So no, I think that's uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad that as my, as my foil here, you've been able to draw out of me what what I actually was thinking and 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 and. Yeah, what what actually meant here when I said how to save for retirement without using money. Thanks for listening. And if you can remember to please fill up those five empty stars if you haven't done so already and give us a a rating on iTunes. We want to share the Money Over 50 podcast with more people. So that would help. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.